This short series of podcasts is all about the stuff that I think salespeople can control on their own. It's not about the stuff that's out of their control completely. We're not going to talk about uh, declining economy or uh, increasing interest rates. This is all about the stuff that we can control. The last one was about building resilience, and this one is about emotional intelligence. I want to take myself back to my very first job in sales in London, which was a telesales job. And it was everything you can imagine about, if you can visualize Boiler Room or Glengarry, Glen Ross, or that type of environment where it was typically starved of natural sunlight. There were desks, row upon row upon row of desks. Everybody was smoking and it was just a numbers game. And if you didn't hit your numbers, you just weren't there the next day. That was it. There was nothing about empathy. There was nothing about understanding the needs of the customer. It was based on these really silly idioms of like smile and dial, happy faces, they sell spaces and all that kind of bullshit. And it was an excellent learning curve and a really good foundation for me in terms of sales and what that environment is like. But sometimes that can be almost like a hereditary thing and you're using that particular style of sales wherever you go, which is counterintuitive to human nature. Um, this episode is about emotional intelligence and it's a, <clears throat> it's a bit like mindfulness and it can be seen as a Swiss Army knife for mental health and for, for understanding people, but it's an effective mechanism designed by um, psychologists in the 1990s and pioneered by a guy called Daniel Goleman. His book titled Emotional Intelligence is a really good read, but it's, um, it's not for everybody, it's quite deep. So um, check out some of his podcasts or some of the, sorry, the podcasts he's guested on or his TED talk, and you'll find that a useful assist to some of this stuff if you want to pursue it further. So emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, use and manage your own emotions in a positive way, to relieve stress, to improve your communication, to have more empathy with other people and uh, overcome challenges and diffuse conflict. Okay, so the first thing is about awareness. Um, are you aware of your own emotions? And are you aware of the impact of not being aware of your own emotions? So there's a lot of stuff that relates back to the previous podcast where I mentioned Declan Coyle and the Green Platform where you're talking about um, the event and then the space between the action and the reaction and the emotion that you have. It's being aware that you A, have that emotion. So A, being aware that you will be triggered by something. Um, B, being, being aware that when you're triggered by something that typically leads to anger. And then being aware that you can actually control that, but you have to work really hard controlling it. And anger isn't just the only um, emotion that I'm kind of talking about here, but anger is a positive thing. You know, if listening to uh, John Lydon and public image that anger is an energy, and if it's controlled and used in the right way, then it's a hugely positive thing. So <clears throat> self-awareness, first of all, is really important. That's about understanding, recognizing your emotions and why you're feeling that way and being cognizant of how those emotions and your response affects all those around you. Like you can just see immediately how relevant that would be in the art of negotiation, but consider team building, consider interpersonal relationships in the office. I'm holding the mirror up to myself here. It's something that I, you know, I think I need, I need to work on a lot, but I think everybody needs to work on it. We all talk about you know, the, the, the focus on, on mental health at, 
at, at work and uh, men, mental health issues in society. But, you know, most of the time people are kind of cocooned into their own feelings and go to work maybe just carrying their own stuff to work and that's all they're worried about. And yet there are other people that they're working with or other clients that they're trying to deal with, have other stuff going on that you just don't fully appreciate. So that's important um, as, as, as a guide. If you're not aware of anything, you can't do anything about it. I think that's probably a core to all of this. Um, it's about self-regulation. It also is it allows you to um, have more empathy with other people when you get around to that, when you're able to understand and empathize with the plight and the condition and the position of other people. And again, that in the terms of the context of sales is really, really important where you're able to reframe your uh, role in negotiation to deal with those emotions that you're kind of figuring out as you become more aware. When you've got a better handle of your own emotions, it has a, a, a positive impact on your own motivation and how you can rely more on yourself to get stuff done rather than those people around you. A brilliant example of emotional intelligence from two, two guys that I worked with not so long ago who uh, both were running different businesses and both used the same phrase, but neither of whom uh, went beyond maybe schooling at the age of 14 or 15. In fact, I know that's factual that, that uh, yeah, both of them didn't make it to their O-level stage if that's what they were doing back then. Um, and the language that they use is very, very simple. And for any success in sales, they believe the importance of trying to see the picture in the other person's head. So if you're going into sales or into a negotiation and you're just really hammering your own point of view across the whole time, then if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And um, it's important that you're able to sit back and get a better understanding of what's motivating that person, why they're choosing that particular position, what their interest is. And this is all language of negotiation. So I, I firmly believe that emotional intelligence can lead you straight on to better negotiation. Um, and I think there's loads of proof of that. You'll find that some of the negotiations that you get bogged down in yourself is it may be personality traits within the other person that you just um, you try and find hard to avoid or ignore. And you're battling those objections rather than the stuff that really matters in the context of the negotiation. This is all about the working environment. The, the world of emotional intelligence goes well beyond what I've been talking about. Daniel Goldman has written books um, uh, on social intelligence. Um, the new leaders, I'm just looking at them, I have them in the library, um, but they're unread. Because i got to say, some of it's really, really, um, it's for the, the inner psychologist in you. And if you've got time and the thesaurus beside you, then crack on. But um, the key is trying to see the picture in the other person's head and being able to understand your own actions, reactions, what's causing that and how you can better control it when you're trying to make sense in a business context. All of this stuff seems to be interconnected through certain things like being very present, being in the moment, trying not to get distracted by stuff that has happened or worrying too much about what's gonna happen in the future, taking time, breathing exercises, you know, getting yourself composed, being cool, calm, collected, and trying to prepare yourself for these engagements, um, sitting back, holding up the mirror sometimes and trying to be self-reflective, giving yourself time for that. So there's a whole bunch of these things that I've talked about in the first two plus this episode. So I hope they're helpful to you. Um, again, please be 
Uh, I just want to repeat myself on this, but these are only just, um, this is not even scratching the wood on top of the flagpole that sits on the iceberg. This is, this is just maybe hopefully opening the door for one, of, one or two of you to start thinking differently about how you do what you do. That's the only thing I'm trying to achieve here. So thanks for tuning in and um, stay tuned for the final episode tomorrow.